1: Hello everyone, I'm Geraldo Megalara, and welcome to another podcast episode of A Fit Life on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? The coronavirus has certainly impacted the way we live today and for the foreseeable future. Therefore, it is important that we need to understand and learn how it affects us going forward, and what we can do to keep our families safe at home and when we travel. I have on the show today, Mr. Scott Smith. He is the CEO of BioFoam. He will discuss with us the importance of keeping your surfaces clean by destroying the germs that are at the root of so many of us getting sick, including the current virus. Therefore, without further ado, please help me welcome to a fit life, Mr. Scott Smith. Hi, Scott. How are you? Very good, Eraldo. Great to be here. <laughs> oh, it's a pleasure to have you. So before we get into our conversation, tell me a little bit about yourself and uh, make it as colorful as you can.
0: <laughs> well, um, I come from uh, personal experience and in inventing a technology and 2006, uh, my life and business was wiped out in oil-contaminated floodwaters in a factory I had. And at the time, the the factory I had employed a little over 100 people. Uh, we made biodegradable foams that go into yoga mats and a lot of the things you see in your gym. So we started with an environmental product, and I saw all this oil-contaminated floodwater coming up from the drains, and none none of the materials you see on you know uh, when there's an oil spill were working uh they were sinking in the water and the oil was still there and in the corner i had this medical product that i had developed for the u.s military that was actually cleared by the fda and it was sucking up all the oil and um i literally uh put my entire life savings my kids college funds and because the insurance company wouldn't cover the flooded out factory And we rebuilt anything. And more importantly, was able to continue to employ the people and uh, we rebuilt the company. So I became a little obsessed with oil and water. i was putting everything on the line and I continued to build out and develop this technology. And in 2010, uh, the BP oil spill happened. I reached out to BP. They uh, couldn't reach anybody on email or anything. So I literally packed my stuff in a duffel bag, flew on a plane into Venice, Louisiana, Chartered my own boat and said, take me to the oil. And the captain said, Sure, there's been tens of thousands of people here happy to take your money. Uh, and at the <laughs> time, I think I had an I think I had an iPhone two or three. <laughs> I didn't even think of taking a camera. Right. So I throw them my iPhone two and three and have them video. The captain turns white. I literally take this open cell foam, which is the same material as the very mitt you've seen, mm-hmm. and I start putting it in the water in the marshes. And the clear water's being repelled out, and it's sucking up all the oil. Wow! So that this iPhone video—I mean, this just goes to show that you know there's an expression that the real world is my laboratory. Yes. Uh, Sometimes you got to test things out in 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 the real world. So this iPhone video, and it shows how that was what 10 years ago. Getting it wasn't as easy to get megabytes around, so I had to remember clipping up the video. (laughs) And. uh, I I tried to reach somebody at BP, sent it all over the place. So, literally, I didn't hear back. I'm driving back to the New Orleans airport the day after. And then I get a phone call, how, you know, about halfway to the airport and said, My name is Dave Kennard. I'm from BP. I run this site. I saw what you had in the video. We have to have this technology product. Where are you? Can you? So, I turned around, canceled my flight. Went in and then he started calling, and, and lo and behold, then BP ended up endorsing it, and, and it ended up working. I mean, there's no miracle solutions in life, whether it's medical, healthcare, anything. It's all, you know, and it was part of a solution to help save and preserve the wetlands, so they didn't have to be burned in the BP, and it was deployed a little over 200 miles of coastline, and really helped. And I got a lot of time, spent a lot of time down there on the ground with the product. So that is 2010. And it's quite an interesting history. If you go back to 2002 and that product, that medical product, in 2002, the FDA cleared at the request of the U.S. military a product. Again, think about that mitt you have. That same technology was approved in 2002 to be infused with an antidote, a lotion. So our troops exposed to chemical weapons attacks, sarin gas. Yes. If you're exposed, you scr- you open the pouch, you scrub yourself down with the foam and that infused lotion neutralizes it and you live. And, or although I, I can't even believe I'm sitting here talking to you today because <laughs> if you were to tell me that 18 years later, there would be a pandemic and you would be interviewing me about this material, I adapted this material for the same reason it works uh, for the U S military and was cleared by the FDA. And it was only, and it was the only open cell technology that didn't deactivate the lotion. So it's sole sourced. So 18 years later, here we are and I've adapted this and lo and behold, it doesn't deactivate disinfectant paper towels, cotton rags deactivate disinfectant and hold that thought for just a second because um, I've been, over in over 60 disasters, oil, algae, all this stuff. And I developed the technology and there's a saying that the real world is my laboratory. Right. So my daughter in May, frontline worker at a nursing home here in Massachusetts, uh, N95 mask, full PPE gear every day. She and over half of the frontline workers at the nursing home were infected with COVID-19.
1: Hmm.
0: Luckily, She's recovered. She's still having some issues with her lungs. Um, So I looked at this just like another disaster. I start approaching this like I have, uh, I reach out to the scientific experts and all. I find this expert, Daryl Hicks, who I'm now working with, and he says, and I see his website, he says, paper towels, cotton rags deactivate disinfectant. So you're leaving live germs on surfaces. So I start investigating, talking to researchers, and I learn. You know, you touch your face so much that that this virus is indeed living up to 28 days on surfaces. Mm-hmm. And and for me, science is pretty straightforward. All these people continue to be infected. And, uh, you know, some recent information doctors are scared to talk about this because they don't want to be uh, attacked about it. But there's an ongoing issue with our frontline workers being infected. And there is no doubt in the minds of the people I'm talking to, and the and the ex along with the experts and the doctors, that their frontline workers are being infected from surfaces and improper surface disinfection. Wow. Huh. So, and again, that's just a little history there. And then I started after 2010 going around all these different disasters. This same technology you read about the algae spills, and I, and I know you, you know, from, from a healthcare standpoint, right. if you're out running the impact of the blue green algae spills um, are you know, very bad for your health. You can be out there trying to stay fit and you're breathing it in if you live within miles of a, a freshwater pond. The same technology has been independently validated with research to you know, remove 60 to 80% of the toxins out of the water when there's a blue green algae spill. So I'm heavily, so the point is, is it's about the real world, it's about you know, working as a team with scientists and coming up to solve um, problems. So um, again, I never thought I'd be talking to you or anybody else or adapting this, but I was just, I was just flabbergasted and so concerned for my daughter. And this led me to research. I didn't even think so. This product was adapted to try to help people. I didn't set out to do this. People reached out to me on social media and LinkedIn, and we formed a partnership and, you know. Uh, you people can read more much more about it at gobiofoam.com so what i just i'm I, what i just covered with you in a few minutes is 18 years so obviously <laughs> i'm doing the best i described so you know and and i'm also involved in legionella and systems and i know you know from you you're, you're involved in gyms and people's healthcare but legionella other pathogens are a significant risk and i think the covid uh, pandemic is causing people to learn a lot more because there are infections like MRSA and C. diff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I don't want to get too technical, but the mortality rate of people that are infected 20%, dot, 10 times more than COVID. And MRSA mm-hmm. is a serious thing. And the, these infections in 1.7 million people are contaminated, or were infected per year from contaminated surfaces. Mm-hmm. So the point is, from a healthcare standpoint, um, if you kill the virus on the surface before it infects the human, that's the ultimate, prevent it, you know? It's right. just like, again, I, I equate back to the gym, you take care of yourself if you're not overweight, if you exercise, keep your pulse, that's the, you know, prevention is the best form uh, way to protect yourself.
1: Wow, that's a lot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just, a, yeah, that's just- that, That's a um, lot. And <laughs> in a, in a, in a it I would say, after 60 disasters, oil spills, pipelines, I thought I had seen it all. I can tell you honestly, unequivocally, I have never, I, just when I thought I'd seen it all, the fact that paper towels and cotton rags and household sponges deactivate disinfectant and leave live germs on surfaces, mm-hmm. I cannot believe that that is an absolute scientific fact, and the most of the mainstream media has ignored this. Now, maybe we're just on overload with too much information, but right. it is right. significant and people are calling me and talking about it. But more importantly, is that, you know, my, my daughter is uh, director of social services and I, and I witnessed firsthand, we're, we're lucky she survived, you know, she was fine, of course. Yes, but um, there were 30 residents that weren't and they died. So what, why am I on a mission to educate and help people and, and try to be a part of the solution here to prevent is those families um, not being able to be with their loved ones when they're dying and those people all alone, that, that had such an impact on me uh, and it motivates me and like a passion because there was no need uh, for as many of these people to die um, yeah. alone if uh, communication would have been better. If all, you know, I believe in being professional and talking about difficult things about how we can improve. And I am disappointed in elected officials and some of these companies um, not doing more to prevent these deaths. So I just wanted to say that when you hear these stories firsthand and I see it, I couldn't imagine you know, my father and mother dying alone in a nursing home and not being able to be there.
1: No, it's, it's gotta be horrible. It's a horrible experience. It's a horrible feeling. But
0: Scott, what was your aspirations growing up? What did you wanna do? Uh, my father made career changes. In high school. I grew up, born in Milwaukee, grew up uh, first, basically first grade through sophomore year in high school in uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana. Uh, for trivia, it's the same place at the first Planet of the Apes where Charlton Heston said he was from in Planet of the Apes. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> oh, 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 anyway, so my <laughs> father made career changes and I went to three different high schools. And uh, I won't go into a lot of detail, but you know, you're a sophomore, you're playing varsity baseball and Yes. you know, all of a sudden you're going into new high school. And I had my first taste at a very young age of politics. Life's not fair. And I figured out, you know, you go into a cafeteria, no one knows you. You can either pick up the pieces and try. You I, get sympathize.
1: From, I, you get, I sympathize, but did the same thing. I, got cut, I yeah. got
0: cut from that baseball team and I was better. And I remember just hitting the ball and it was... Someone else knew the coach, family friend, played first base. There so, you go, exactly. So, <laughs> so, and again, you rise above it. And I say that, and I, I was severely, you know, I've done a lot of support for bullying. Since you asked, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you, please. Uh, I was severely bullied as a kid, and there was a point where, uh, you know, it really could have ultimately taken my life. And I've mm-hmm. done a lot of volunteer work in support of anti-bullying. Yeah. Um, And so where does this all come from? I refuse to give up. And then, you know, my father made another career change and I graduated from high school out here in Massachusetts. So three different high schools is really tough on a kid. Yes. It can be mean, but yeah. And I get referred to as tenacious, you know, either I could give up and, you know, say I was a victim or I could take what happened to me and turn it into something. And I say, I'm stubborn. I refuse to give up. And that has... Uh, carried with me uh, my whole life. And then when we were flooded out in 2006, insurance company wouldn't pay. I walked the streets. I saw my employees they didn't know how they were going to be able to put food on the table formula. And I, I secured care benefits for them. And then um, on another note, you know, Senator Chuck Schumer, uh, actually there's footage of him in 2008. He nominated me for the small business award, Phoenix award. I didn't know it was exist. And I I got that award in 2008 in Washington. Went to a White House ceremony. I didn't do that for the award, but right. I was really appreciative about how the government stepped in. They helped in with a you know a disaster relief award. So mm-hmm. um, it ultimately, this is all about people, and it's about bringing people together. And uh, I actually wouldn't want to go through my childhood, high school years, ever again. Right, but. I probably wouldn't be talking to you or be the person that I ended up being if I didn't go through that. So do you think that's the motivating
1: factor for you? Is that is that what's driven you to this point? Yeah, I
0: think that's why I just don't give up and I'm tenacious, yeah. And I just, you know, I realized that probably over the last five to 10 years. So that's really, a, it's, it's a motivating factor is like, you're told you can't do something, you're told you're not good enough. Um, you know, good, you know, and all that. And, and put blinders on and overcome it. I, I, I think that's why I'm here. Yeah.
1: Okay, guys, we're taking a quick ad break here from our friends at freeprints.com. Now think about it. You've got some great photos on your phone, but what are you going to do with them? If you don't have free prints yet, you've got to go get it. FreePrints is a free app for iPhone and Android that lets you print all of those photos for free. You get 1,000 free 4x6 photo prints a year. And all you pay is a small shipping charge. You can even print photos at other sizes for next to nothing. Select the photos you want to print, choose the sizes, and you are done. Your premium quality prints will arrive on your doorstep in just days. Free Prints is one of the world's favorite apps. Download it now at FreePrints.com. And start enjoying real professional quality free prints. No subscriptions and no commitments. Just free prints. Again, go to freeprints.com to get the app and your 1,000 free prints. Now let's return back to our conversation with Mr. Scott Smith. Talk to me about Biofoam.
0: So Biofoam, again, has been around since 2002. Used in the military. uh, Cleared by the FDA. And then and then adapted from my personal experience. And you infuse the biofoam, it's in a mitt, it's in a sponge, it's in a wipe. You infuse it with an EPA registered disinfectant. And uh, it's all about that surface area and those open cells like the alveoli in your human lung. So you, and then you put it over, then you uh, wipe the surface down, you're delivering that disinfectant on the surface and you're also removing the germs and the pathogens into the open cell foam. And then once, that, once those germs come into contact with the EPA-registered disinfectant, they're killed. And once the germ is killed, it doesn't come back to life. Again, this is very, very simple. It's almost unbelievable at first. That's why I you know, refer to people that go biofoam.com. We got all the history on it and mm-hmm. all the scientific backup, and we've done all the studies on top of it all. So why do you think people are still using the
1: old-fashioned techniques of wiping surfaces and whatever? What, what, is, it, what is it that we're
0: not getting about it? I, I don't know if that's... <laughs> well, I, I, that's a great question. I actually have that same question, but here's my hypothesis and based on what I've been told. Mm-hmm. I've had a lot of... I, I've done my fair share of media. That's why I really appreciate you taking the time to educate people and talk about this more. And I, I've had um, producers call me say, we can't cover that the influence of our advertisers, the paper towels and all that. And, oh boy, you know, I, and again, I'm here to respectfully bring up the hard questions and bring people together. You know, I understand that. I don't agree with that, but we live in a society. First of all, we have way too much information coming at us and um, we need to get back to, you know, being able to talk about our differences, find common ground in a respectful way. And so you've got that influence and I know the media is focused on masks, which where they should be, and I get it. But the surface transmission is happening. Back to what we talked about in the nursing home, and I've actually had extensive email dialogues with the New York Times about this, and yeah. uh, and and they are dismissing uh, this research. But I can tell you, outside the U.S., where I'm, we're now hearing from people they get it. Surface transmission is real. Yes, the primary mode of transmission is droplets but we need to remember something and i have said on other interviews that i have verified with a third grader and with a phd scientist that gravity is for real and it does still exist so the point <laughs> yes. is where do these droplets go where does anything go they end up on surfaces hmm. so it's something we need to be talking about and again i'm very passionate because if if we save or prevent one person from being affected from COVID 19 I will have achieved my objective and people need to understand that. So I have the same questions and I'm asking them of the media and of the experts you see. Also, I am getting a lot of positive responses and people telling me I'm right. Uh, for every 10 people that, that don't want to talk about this or ignore this probably one response. That's okay. And we just got to keep on with the messaging.
1: And then now there's, there's rumors that this, this virus is evolving and and I don't want to get into the science of it, but what is your thought on that? Is that what, I mean,
0: without getting in the science, there are several mutations right now they're in the U S it's more transmittable. It has mutated to survive, which happens in nature with viruses. So obviously it's infecting more people very rapidly. And if it's more transmittable, that means surface uh, disinfection is that much more important. Tell me about
1: the direction BioFoam is going. What do you see? Some of the some of your projects that are working on that maybe are not made aware of on, on your website.
0: Oh, that that's a great. I'm I'm so glad you asked that question. Well, we have a, a development agreement that, and I can't name the names, but two okay. major hospital networks are in the process of a pilot program, disinfecting operating rooms and patient rooms with this biofoam technology and mm-hmm. so far the results have been very good and it's going to be published so if you get infected with MRSA antibiotics don't work and it goes back to my point if you kill the virus before yeah it can infect you mm-hmm. that's the best way to protect your health it's like doing cardio sorry i keep coming back with analogies to what you do i mean there's no there's no simple thing you've got to Take preemptive measures, mm-hmm. uh, but more importantly, prevent people from being infected. Yeah, you know. Always, if, you, if you kill the virus or the bacteria before it infects a human, that's the best way to prevent somebody from getting sick.
1: Or from dying, because we hear a lot about people dying from infections, not necessarily about the operation itself, but we hear people a lot of dying and getting infected and whatnot. So that's a, that's a great point that you brought up. Here's my left uh, field question for you. Tell me, where do you see yourself
0: five years from now? Uh, I, I ask myself of that about a uh, 100 times a day myself, but with what I've been through, this has forever changed my life and the way I look at things, mm-hmm. um, but I, I see myself far more focused on solving problems from these, what I call these pathogen biological threats, because that that's a real threat, um, combined with what I've learned in bringing people together, not just to solve problems associated with the pandemic, but I'm focused on every aspect of my life uh, not just biofoam on bringing people together in a productive respectful way to solve problems cuz that's that's really what's in a, you know wrong right now yeah. we can we can solve anything in this country if we just work as a team respect each other yeah. uh, we can solve anything i really believe that and that's just been reinforced
1: absolutely give me your social media handles if you, if you can please
0: yeah um the Twitter is at GoBioFoam. The Facebook is GoBioFoam. Do a search or do at GoBioFoam. And uh, the website is GoBioFoam.
1: Scott, it's been an amazing conversation. I want to thank you so much for joining us today. And um, I think there's more to to come. (laughs) However you look at it, I think there's more to come. But uh, thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it.
0: Well, thank you for all those stay <laughs> healthy and safe and keep helping people stay healthy and safe. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Bye-bye now. Bye. Well, that is it for this episode of A Fit Life. I want to thank our guest again, Mr. Scott Smith, for a great conversation. I hope you all enjoyed it as much as I did. And if you did, please subscribe and rate this show on iTunes. We are available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at believe.com and at believe podcasts. Any comments or questions you'd like to submit, you can do so at Eraldo Meglara on Instagram and Twitter. In closing, if you are interested in advertising on this show, please contact believe at believe.com. For a fit life, I'm Eraldo Maglara here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe?